Here we are again, back for another week of the Maryland Men's Basketball Show with Byron Mouton. I am your host, Mark Gray. Uh, welcome in, everybody. Welcome in, my host, Byron. How you doing today, buddy? Hey, man, I'm doing great. Just excited about the show. Excited about my Terps. Um, ready to talk about it. And, uh, you know, excited about the season once again. And the man behind the scenes, A1, how you doing today, buddy? Doing great, man. Glad to be here. Okay, we're all the way up to number three. Number three. It's been yes. a long time since we said that, number three. Yes, yes, you're absolutely right. You know, number three, um, I don't know the last time when it was 02. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, no doubt about that. 02, we was, now we three. Yeah, uh, that yeah. that is, uh, what is that, that's 13, 13 years later. Yeah, well, we here, and I'm excited. <laughs> 14 and, years and, 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 we counted you know, it being yeah. 2016 yeah, I'm, now. I'm excited for it. Yeah, so. it, it's, it's a good time to be yeah. a Terp. Um, yes, sir. An exciting finish. On Saturday there with Melo Trumbull hitting what seems to be, that seems to be his calling card now is just big shots. I mean, that guy hits big shots, uh, kind of picking up where Des Wells left off last year, um, filling that role and he's knocking down big shots. Um, the question I ask you is a three point victory over Wisconsin. Is that good enough? Well, at the end of the day, it's a conference game. <clears throat> like coach, uh, Gary Williams always told me, you know, the, the goal is to win conference games. Um, and it's going to be competitive because these guys played each other last year in conference and, you know, you got a lot of film on these guys, on each other. So to go on the road and get a win, a conference win is big. Don't matter about one point or, you know, Melo hits a three at the buzzer to win the game. So win is a win, conference, um, get ready for the next game. It was great, but, you know, no such thing as a bad win. You say that a win is a win, <laughs> which is, which is obvious, but. Yeah. Is are all wins equal? I mean, you've been in the locker rooms. You know what this is like. You've been on a team with a goal to win a title and to have that type of stuff. Is a win a win? I mean, let's say I, I'm thinking back to to you know to your days. Yeah. Maybe a, a, a back then Florida State was almost irrelevant basketball wise, or one of those other schools at the bottom yeah. of the conference. Would a two or three point victory feel the same as blowing teams out that you know you're supposed to blow out? Well, it's 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 you know me personally. Uh, I remember when we went to Georgia Tech and uh they wasn't that good. And I remember when we was down and I remember it's clear as day when Juan Dixon throws an alley to Wilcox and he dunks and we end up winning that game about one point. I think Juan comes back and hit a shot, we end up winning by one. And Georgia Tech wasn't a very good team at the time. But you gotta understand when a number three team like ourselves at the time we was a number two Oh, now it's number three. When a team like that comes in your building, it's chaotic. Right. It's crazy. Atmosphere feels crazy. Everybody's hype. The players played at a whole different level you've never seen before. So the goal is, especially a road game, uh, like Coach Williams said, the goal is to win every home game in conference and go 500 on the road. You know, you want to win every game. But if you want to make it to the NCAA tournament, you have to win every home game and try to go 500 on the road. And you know the Terps ain't lost yet, so you know West County is a is a very good team. You know, I get what you're saying. And that when when you when you have when you're ranked that high, yeah. when you walk into somebody else's building, you do know that you're getting their best at on that day. So yes, I, I get what you're saying there, and there's definitely uh that that makes that makes good good sense to to say that then. And when you look at it that way, then yes, I guess a a victory <laughs> is a victory overall. Um. Against Wisconsin, something kind of jumps out at you is that one Diamond Stone scores 11 points off of the bench. 
And he's the only person who scored off of the bench. Oh, wow. And um, hold on, I want to pull that up before before yeah, yeah. I uh, because yeah, I believe that 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 was that game, correct? Um, but the Maryland bench is starting to, you know, as we get closer to the end, it's it's starting to, you know, I'm looking for a word here uh, to be fizzled. to put it politely. It's uh, yes, fizzled, fizzled. Is, we'll, we'll we'll say fizzled. Um, Diamond Stone gave us 11 yeah, points. Yeah. You got eight minutes. Uh, you, you know, you got zero from no points from anybody outside of Diamond Stone. And then again, the question is now we're looking at Tremble and, and Suleiman who are doing a lot of heavy lifting. They're at 35 minutes. Uh, that game and Jake's at 35 and Carter's at 31. That's a lot of heavy lifting for those guys. They are young, but, um, you know, 35 minutes is a lot of minutes. And if we're going to continue to bring, you know, the, everybody, I guess the talk of the town is that Diamond Stone is coming off the bench, but you ask yourself, if you substitute, if you put Diamond Stone in the starting lineup, you're bringing no points off the bench. Uh, you're absolutely right. Um, yeah, cause, uh, you know, I'm kind of shocked cause I know Meekins, uh, um, Normally give you at least seven points here and there, knock down a couple threes. But yeah, um played sixteen minutes and took one shot at ten. Yeah, and you know, he he's a he's a good shooter. I like him a lot, you know. But at the same time, like I told you before, Coach Turgeon is you can see he he's shortening his rotation. You know, he's shortening and that's what you have to do. You have to find and I told you, it's eight guys that play. You know, to win it all or have an opportunity to win, you got to shorten that bench. You got to have seven guys consistently playing. And that eight guy is like that wild card factor. And, you know, Coach Turgeon is doing what, what I expect him to do. Eighth guy rotation, seven guys playing a lot. And that wild card eight guy, you know, throw him in there, see if he's doing anything. If he's not doing anything, sit him down. I mean, do, do you think that the fact that, let, let's say one of the mellow or Trump, excuse me, uh, mellow or, Suleiman gets in foul trouble. Things can get real tricky real quick. Well, like I say, uh, Nickens, you know, he, he's the, he's the ax factor coming off the bench because he's another guard that can knock down shots. And, you know, he's a proven guy. Like, course of this year, course of last year, he came in and hit some big shots. So, me personally, I believe in him. I think he can fill that void. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, uh, Trimmer goes down, uh, Jake Lehman or Suleiman. I think he's that next guy that can step in there and make shots. Okay, and with um, and the lack of depth doesn't you so you you're fine with I'm with fine. The bench with what yes, I'm fine. You 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 only need seven guys. You know, you really need seven guys uh consistently to have opportunity to win an average championship. Eight guys, yeah, you know, somebody get fired trouble, but um, you know, you got to tighten the rotation because you got to let people know what they roll are or what's they, they you know, because, you know, you don't want to have a guy. And I think when first Churchy coming in, we, we talked about it before. One one game you play 35 minutes, the next game some players play 10. So they confuse on their role and they confuse in their playing time. So it could be a little frustrating. So now these guys know they're going to play this amount of minutes. They know they're going to play certain roles and everybody's in tune what's going on with Coach Churchy coaching style. These guys are young. They are yeah, freshmen, yeah, yeah. Uh, excuse me, sophomores, and and in Suleiman's case, the senior, maybe a little bit older. But at the end yeah. of the day, all very young. Is there is there such thing as too many minutes though? Oh uh, no, 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 it's not too many minutes. Because if you if you are that type of player that want to play a high level, you want to play the whole game anyway. <laughs> you <laughs> so know? you don't think so? I no, mean, the no. 35, 38 minutes that that doesn't seem like too many minutes. No, for you? no, these guys, man, no, it's it's high level basketball. I mean, your best player should be on the court most of the time. You know, I, I, every game I've seen and watch, I've seen Melo plays average 35 minutes. And yeah, he don't no, look I, like he's wearing down. No, he's I mean, like he's getting better every game. So you don't think come later in the season, 
No, no, I don't think so. I mean, like I say, I like this team. I like the way coach is coaching them. I like his rotation where it's at now. And I love the goal, no matter, you know, I, I can guarantee you coach sometimes get a lot of stuff in his ear to tell him it starts going and all this. I think he's doing the right thing, just like you were saying, that he needs some scoring off the bench. And, you know, if you look at it, he's playing the majority of the minutes anyway. Yeah. So start the game, finish the game. <laughs> It doesn't matter. He's there when it counts. I, I think it's easy to look and say, wow, Diamond Stone is probably our second best player and he should be starting. Until then, when you look at that, then you say, okay, if we start Diamond Stone, then you're coming off the bench with Dodd, who's not bringing scoring. Yeah. Uh, you really are looking at the bench when, with no scoring. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, so I actually like, um, Diamond Stone coming off the bench. Um, that's, I think, I think that's a good, somebody has to be able to score off the bench. And once you insert him and bring Dodd off the bench as a scorer, you know, that, that's, <laughs> that's not an option. No. That, no. that's not an option. Again, a story that's oh too familiar though in the last couple of years in this game, 16 turnovers to 10 assists. Wow. Yeah. But, uh, it happens, man. And then, you know, sometimes you just got to overcome that. And, um, like I told you before, it, it's the number one, uh, goal is to come out and get a win. And uh, sometimes you're going to struggle. Sometimes it's going to be ugly. But at the same time, at the end of the day, the results is a win. <laughs> Absolutely. What do, you, what do you make of Jake Lehman playing 35 minutes and only taking three shots? I don't know. Uh, you know, he's a guy I think, personally, I think he should be anywhere between 10 and 12 shots a game. That's where he should be. Because in order to compete for a championship, you got to have three scores or three guys that can create or three guys that you can have uh, an opportunity to can get to the basket, create fouls or something like that. And uh, once again, you know, Jake Lehman's always to talk because everybody believe in his ability. He can shoot it. He's athletic. He can handle it a little bit. And he's going to be the X factor because it's going to be a situation. Trust me. It never fell. It's going to be a situation where uh, Trimble's going to be in foul trouble or Suleiman is off. And that next guy that's up, it's Jake Lehman. I, I agree 100%. <laughs> because, you know, not to, not to go back on last year, because when Trimble went down, I mean, the game was over. No ball handlers. Uh, Nobody creating their own shot. Des Wells really couldn't handle the pressure with the ball, a lot of turnovers. Bringing the ball up. Yeah, it, and because Des Wells is the type of guy you got to throw at him in transition. He's not the guy that you want to initially start your offense with, but you throw that ball to him on the wing, he's going to make something happen. Right. Yeah, so that's – where my concern is that third guy, that third score, you know, you got uh, Stone, but, you know, you need some that third score on the perimeter. With, with that, with that was pretty much, uh, uh, for a lot, that was pretty much your role. Were you the third leading scorer on that team? Uh, Juan Lani? Yes, I was. Okay. So, yep. are there, uh, is just games like this part of that? Like, I mean, were there games where you knew you were only going to get three shots and other games you knew you were going to be asked to take 11 to 12 shots. I mean, do you kind of get lost in that? I mean, how, do, how does that work well, finishing a game with three shots? Well, I, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not even going to lie. I don't think I ever took three shots. Okay. Even though the, the, the type of players we had, four NBA guys on our team, I don't think I ever took four shots because in my role, man, I always find a way to get near the basket, uh, get steals, get loose balls, you know, find an offensive rebound, you know, you just got to find other ways to score. A lot of these guys want the ball actually passed to them to set them up to, to, to take shots. But, you know, on good teams, man, you're going to have a lot of talent. But And that's when you got to realize that and find other ways to score to help your team win. Get in the passing lane. Get loose ball. The number one thing is, you know, 
me personally, I'm always trying to get offensive rebounds, putbacks, because no one is going to make every shot. <laughs> right, 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 right. So that's how you get, get your attempts up to 10 to 12 a game. Do you watch this Maryland game, when you watch this Maryland team, as great as a player that Melo is, and there's no taking that away from him and, yeah, and his, yeah. his ability to make big shots and, yeah. you know, this is clearly his team. Do you ever think that we become, we the team falls too much in love with Melo in terms of just what, you know, do you watch the game and ever say, you know, like, because you just look at the shot disparity and you see 17 shot attempts for Melo, which is more than Suleiman, Lehman, and the other three star, three of the other four starters combined. I mean, so do you ever feel like you know this team is just too uh, dependent on Tremble? I know because uh, <clears throat> you know, like I say, you know, Tremble, man. I like I said, my expectation was him. Like I, I just can't believe the player he is. Just, I'll just be honest. Um, he's doing an incredible job. I've been watching the kid since last year. He is so under control all the time he he's is. on the court. He is. he is. And I don't have no problem taking him, taking him sometimes 18, 15 shots because the ball's in his hand majority of the time and I trust him with the basketball. Right. You know, like, like Steve Blake from day one, you know, I'm not comparing Steve Blake to Melo Tremble, but Steve Blake day one demanded the ball, changed the program. Uh, uh, he had total control of our offense, uh, the leadership role as a point guard. And the same thing with Trimble. He came in day one, demanded control, demanded leadership, and his play always under control. So I don't have no problem with none of his game. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. For a guy who has the ball in his hands as much as he does, he averages two turnovers a game. Yeah. Like, we've seen guys like Pishon Howard do that in the court in, in, in five minutes, you know, two, yeah. you know, and, and a lot yeah. of the times over the last 10 years, we have seen so many players coming here and they are out of control yeah. and Melo does actually always seem to be under control same with Suleiman both as a backcourt they're very much I don't remember ever since you know the Blake and uh, Juan backcourt ever since that day I don't remember seeing a backcourt with more under control players yeah yeah and and that's why Merlin is a top five team limited control the turnovers, and you have a point guard. I've been saying that for years, over the last seven years, that the problem with Maryland basketball is they don't have that guy that's always under control and are, is disciplined on offense and defense, that leadership and point guards. The last seven years, we had a guy that's, uh, maybe he's a 2-1. Mm-hmm. You know? No, absolutely. Yeah, but this guy, Mellow, man, and that's the, you know, I'm not saying he's the reason why we're number three, but coaching staff did an incredible job putting this team together with the transfers, the growth of the younger players, uh, the transfer players. So, you know, but it starts with the point guard. You look at any great team, the point guard is the catalyst to help you have that top five team or, you know, opportunity to win a national championship. I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more. All, all that is true. And Melo has lived up to, I mean, he came yeah. in here with a lot of hype and he has lived up to every bit of it. Hey, Mark, I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't know that bandwagon, Mark. I'm just going to lie. He could be all the hype he was. I didn't think he was the type of player he is. I thought he was just too slow. Uh, I don't think he can get his shot off. I didn't think he was a great shooter. I think he was a two guard converted to a point. And I was kind of, you know, uh, skeptical, skeptical about the transition because he only, he'd been playing point guard I got the last two years of his high school career mm-hmm. but like I say you know I'm on your bandwagon now he's an incredible player man 
Are you are, player. are you Incredible. ready? Yes, I, I do remember that you were, <laughs> you know, not to say to say that you were down on him, but no, it's, no. but you were definitely uh, skeptical. I think is is the word. But you're but you're all in now. Yeah, I'm all in because, like I say, my team we competed against my AAU program. Competed against his AAU program. I seen him play. I seen him play. So you know, I was ah, uh, but you know, the guy can can control the game. Period. I mean, the guy and what I love about him and Sudamine is them guys is always under control. Just like you say, the guys average two turnovers a game, man. And in order to win, you know, assist turnover ratio is incredible. Uh, absolutely. And then we're, <laughs> we're watching Diamond Stone Another, mature. Yeah. And, and if we can get the – I really like Carter. I really, I, yeah. The same way you were skeptical on Melo as how I was on Carter. I, you know, I, I remember hearing about him coming from Georgia Tech. You know, big, uh, a dominant on the glass and doing a rebound. But he's another one who actually seems under control. Yeah. And just the whole team is, it, it's just such a, it's such a break from what we've been seeing over the last couple of years. And with the, you know, there's been a couple of different errors. You don't want to point individual guys out, but there were times where it, the whole basketball program looked like a, a turnover machine from the point guard yeah. all the way down to the five. And it just doesn't seem that way anymore. It, everybody seems to be taking, you know, better shots. Roles seem to be defined. Um, the temple, people seem to be calmer and, um, yeah. you know, the comfort level with everybody. You, it's hard to believe that these, this is a combination of, you know, two transfers, a, a, a sophomore, uh, you know, died a guy who's not used to playing that much, and that that's the combination that we got. But yet, everybody seems to be under control. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you know, this team, man. You know, like I told you, this team has to make it to the final four. It's a lot of talent. Uh, as the year go on, it's just going to get better and better. I mean, and one thing I tell everybody, um, these guys like each other. In order to play well, each other, you got to respect their, each other, and you got to like each other. You know, I don't care what you do on, on and I mean off the court, but in, to have a great team, it starts with liking each other. You know, and 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 I see them guys having fun. Uh, that's what college basketball should be. Unfortunately, you know, three four years ago, I didn't see that the fun in the basketball university. Maryland. I seen guys trying to do their own thing, uh, but now, you know, the last two years, man, I love Maryland basketball forever because I played there. But it's so exciting to me. Uh, I get, I get super amped when, when we talk, talking about Maryland basketball and the great job Coach Turgeon is doing, the recruiting of the sister coaches that helped form this team. You know, it's just amazing to see how, you know, on our show two years ago, it was down yes, in the dumps, no, it, man. No, it, it, it's, it's been a rough. It, <laughs> yeah, it yeah, definitely, yeah, it definitely yeah, has, it yeah, has been yeah. rough. The only thing again, which is now out of our control though, is I, I just would like to see Better out of conference competition. Yeah, yeah. I, I just yeah. would. As I look at our schedule, it used to be one that was never Gary's big thing was scheduling, um, out of competition, out of, um, conference competition. Yeah. But we played in the ACC team that guaranteed you six games against ranked yeah, teams. Yeah. And in the Big Ten, without us really getting that, the Big Ten is generally putting one team in the top 10 and then one team that's sneaking in the, the you know, the late, in the, uh, mid twenties around there. And and the rest of that, and then outside of that, you don't. And I and I do think that that will hurt us later, come uh, whether it be selection time um, or just later in the lack of playing tough competition on yeah. a regular basis. Um, but other than that, no, absolutely, it is exciting to see yeah. us heading in the right direction. There's there's no question about that. 
Coming up tonight, we have a game with uh, Michigan at Michigan. Tell us what you got to say about that. Well, me personally, I, I think it's going to be a tough game. Me personally, I think Michigan got one of the top uh, wing players in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a pretty good basketball player. He can create his own shot. He can shoot the ball. I'm not familiar with his name, but I've been seeing him play a couple games. But the, I know exactly who you're talking about. This kid can play. Top, he was um he was injured earlier in the year. Oh, okay. Um, a one, can you get his name for me? Michigan's leading uh, scorer over there, the guard. Yeah. We we're just just having a conversation about him today on uh. On Facebook, matter oh, yeah. of fact, yeah, they were they were talking about whether he was going to play or not. Somebody was, uh, oh, he's hurt. But, go, but go ahead. But anyway, yeah, I, I think if he plays and if he's he, if he comes to the to the game hundred percent or or anywhere near that I seen him play, it's going to be a tough night for University of Maryland. Um, I'm expecting Maryland to win, but at the same time, it's going to be tough because Michigan um, is a very good ball team. I'm looking at their schedule; they don't have any. Bad losses. All their losses was top 25 teams. So even though, uh, well, at the time when they lost to UConn, UConn was ranked. So, so all their losses comes to all top 25 teams. So they don't have any bad losses. So it's going to be a tough game. I'm expecting Maryland to win, but at the same time, it's going to be tough. After look, look, not to over, you know, you don't ever want to look too far down the road, yeah. but, um, at, at, at next week, you see this week we have um, it's kind of like a little bit of a calm before the storm. It is a, it is going to be a tough game tonight at Michigan, but then next week we play Michigan State in Ohio and and uh, excuse me in Iowa and back to back game Saturday and then Thursday. Michigan State ranked fifth, I believe, and Iowa ranked sixteenth. Yeah. Um, that's a two game stretch where you know it, I think we're going to learn a lot about this team. Yeah, yeah, we sure will because like I said. Uh... I was a very good ball team. They undefeated in conference. I think they're the only team that beat Michigan State. Yes, they did beat. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. So it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. We're going to learn a lot about this team um, um, in the next week or so. What um, questions do you have about this team today? Well, the number one question I have is can we beat a top five team? Yes. We are a top five team. Yes. Let's see if we could be the top five team. Okay. Levert, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. the name. Yeah. So let's see if we can be the top five team. And everybody say, you know, uh, North Carolina. I mean, North Carolina was a preseason number one team, mm-hmm. and their best player wasn't there. So and I want to. And, and had a hell of a game yes, against us. Yes. And I knew that was going to happen because the energy level was out of control. I was okay with the North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. We, I mean, it was, it was at UNC. Yeah. Um, their their best their star player was returning. The atmosphere was through the roof. Um, it's us returning, which you know this isn't your typical out of conference game. That's that's a conference game. Yeah, you know what I mean. Maryland, Maryland at UNC. I don't give a damn what conference we're in. That's that's the conference game. UNC knows who we are, <laughs> and everybody down there knows who we are. So yep. you know, there's a lot of familiarity there, and um, you know that that was a big game. And we, we, we showed, we played well. I, I, I can say now that's a loss. No such thing as a good loss, yeah. but I, I was okay with the way we yeah. played. Cause I actually was, I, I was worried. I thought, yeah. you know, I thought that we could get exposed and we yeah. didn't get exposed. Yeah. Yeah. And like I say, you know, uh, unfortunately we ain't had no tough non-conference games, but, uh, you know, this, do this, uh, conference play. Hopefully it builds character, um, uh, um, uh, and then we can get a better, uh, you know, defensively team, um, you know, post presence. Um, the only one, like I say, is me personally, 
if you want to win a national championship, you have to have some post presence on offense and defense because the game slows down. In the NCAA term, that's why we have a lot of upsets because the problem is the game slows down mm-hmm. and there's a lot of aggressive defense. And if the perimeter shots are not falling, you got to have somebody down there. You can throw the ball down to, can finish at the rim. If 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 if, you, if I have to say what I'm questioning about, as as positive as 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 um, let me say, as much as I believe in our backcourt is, I equally that much um, have question marks about our front court. I yeah. think that we could, I could make a case for us having one of, if not the best backcourt. In a, in the country. Oh, right yeah, that's now, easy. B- between the two of them. I have a lot of questions in the front court. Um, I, big Carter fan. I don't think Dodd offers much on offensively other than, I, you know, I don't, I want to, I, w- I wouldn't even say the DeAndre Jordan type of stuff, but I mean, he, he sets, <laughs> he sets screens, he sets screens yeah. and, and he's on, he's active on the glass. You can say that, but, um, you know, Diamond Stone has proved to be a little bit more finesse than a, he's, you know, he's a little bit more finesse than your Lonnie Baxter type banger down low yeah and i do agree that come tournament time i do think you will need a Lonnie back let's not forget yeah. why juan stole you know all the highlights and, and stole all the the glory which is <laughs> say stole i don't want to say okay, <laughs> no, stole. No, no, maybe no. not stole why why juan dixon is the name that everybody knows yeah let's not forget that Lonnie was the mvp of the um of the final four exactly. you, you know what i mean and it was Lonnie's huge game against yeah. you, against UConn and other ones too. Yeah. Now, not, I don't want to take anything away from Juan. Juan yeah, was yeah. captain of the team. Juan yeah, did his thing. Yeah, yeah. No, no point about player. Juan was Juan was great, but, but un- lost in all that is that Lonnie dominated down exactly. low. I mean, he did, he wasn't just out there putting up mediocre games. He dominated yeah. down low. Exactly, man. You gotta understand. You know, at that time, you know, I actually watched that game a little bit, probably about three, four weeks ago. To rewind. which one, the UConn? Yes, the UConn game. What did UConn, Lonnie finish with? Like thirty or something? Yes. I mean, UConn had about six pros on that team. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was Okafor was like uh, yeah. it was on the bench, right? Yeah. It was coming off the bench, yes. right? And he was yeah. the number one pick or the number exactly. two pick overall. You know, and then Lonnie actually, yes, he was the regional that region was the MVP. MVP. Yes, and he dominated the game, and that's why I always I, me for me. That's why I believe you got to have a guy like that. Even uh, last year, national champion. I mean, Okafor. You know, you got to have somebody that can be a presence down low. You know, and die like I say, he, he he does what he does. He he's a defensive guy. He comes in. You know, he starts. Uh, he really don't hurt you. You know, but uh, he does a great job. You know, the time that he's in there, but right. you need somebody. To control the paint, I would like <laughs> to see some relief for Suleiman and Trumbull. I I yeah. do think I don't. I was not a good feeling last year. Remember what I can't remember which game it was. For some reason, ironically, I want to say it was a Michigan State game. Was Trumbull got hurt, came out, we looked terrible. We came back in, hit like two huge shots, went back, and it was like you got the feeling that once Trem- if Trumbull wasn't on the floor, stood yeah. no chance, yeah. like none. Um and. I don't like that feeling. You know, yeah. I'd like, I wish we had somebody behind Suleiman and Trumbull that you felt a little bit more comfortable with, uh, i.e. a Drew Nicholas type of guy, yeah, whether, yeah. I mean, Drew Nicholas wasn't one, but the fall off was, it, it, you know, he, he could manage. You yes, know, he, yes. I think he ended up scoring 17 points a game the following year or something yeah. like that. He was yeah. a capable scorer. Exactly. You know, and, and I, and I would like to have something like that. That, that's, that's my question is, is front court, uh, where, who's gonna, who's gonna emerge as a banger down there 
and just depth at 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 the um at the backcourt. The, those are my questions, and that's what I'd like to see. And I, I, over these next three or four games, or maybe two weeks, I'd like to see us develop a banger, whether it's going to be Carter, and I'd like us to to get somebody to who can prove that if Melo or Suleiman goes down, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be tough. And like I say, at the end of the day, me personally, I don't think there's a clear team out there. Well. Everybody thought early Kentucky was. Obviously, they they losing. You know, North Carolina, I hear people, commentators, analysts say North Carolina is the number one team right now. But me personally, I don't think it's a clear number one team that can cut down the nets. Um, I think this this year's national championship uh, team is going to be a surprise. I think it will be. And, and the surprise is the University of Maryland <laughs> cut down the nets. I, I, I would, I would <laughs> because there's nobody. And, you know, the funny thing about it, I'm looking at the polls, right? Uh, I mean, it was an incredible game. Incredible yes, it game. Yes, it was. Incredible game, Kansas versus Oklahoma. Incredible game. Three overtimes. I, three overtimes. But to say Maryland don't jump one of those teams is the respect factor. You think we should have jumped one of them? I think we should be number two. Goodness gracious, yeah. I think we should. So a team loses to the number one team in the country, and they should, and they should fall behind us because, and we beat Wisconsin by three. Well, I mean, it, it's it's Jeez, that's what man. I believe. That's what yeah, I, I believe. bet. I, 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 that's what I believe. That's what I believe. I mean, it's the polls. If you lose, you drop. That's how I feel. You know, it's not the BCS, man. It's 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 wins and losses when it comes to college basketball. Okay. Yeah. I, I, so. I would. I'm. I. I, I I want to see us play a top five school and, and, and how we do. I mean, I'm really looking forward to that Michigan State game. And I think, I think that's what we'll find out what we have. I, I really do. Yeah. I'm, I'm on the same page with you. Have. I mean, tonight we got, I'm telling you, it's going to be a tough game. I mean, tonight, if the guy, uh, Levert, Levert, yep. Levert is healthy, it's going to be a tough game. I guarantee you that. But at the same time, I want to have, I want to see Maryland get tested, you know, the test uh, against Michigan State. Like I say you don't want to look past nobody, but that's the game that you want to see. Mm-hmm. You know, I think uh, Valentine is back. Um, you know, I want to see that game. If we Plain can, and simple. I want if, to see that we game. Can, if we can, as of right now, I'll be honest with you, I'm not drinking the top five Kool-Aid right now. I'm just not. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm more of a show-me type of person, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And th- there's two types of fans. And there's there's, there's the, like, That's what makes us a good team. There's you who every year who thinks we're going to win the Super Bowl. I mean, you every year we've done this show, you think the team is good when I'm clearly telling you we're not. And then there's and then there's me who's just more of a a, a pessimist, you know. And so, and it's both of them are built out of love for the team and a yeah. passion. And yeah. and I I don't think you'll find two people who are more passionate about Maryland basketball than me and you. You as a player, yeah. me as a as a student, alumni, yeah. and fan. And it's frustrating to me. To see things, and I and I just want to see us do so well yeah, and yeah. be so good and get back to where we were. So you know, I, I I'm more of the show me type of guy, and I and if we can win out here and we go and we face Michigan State at Michigan State, and I'm not even necessarily saying we need to win per se. I just want to see how we look. Yeah, I, I want to see how we look, and 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 if we come out if we come out of East Lansing with a win, I'll I'll, I'll say you know we're we're probably a top five team. That's that's what it'll take for me to say I'm I'm with you. <laughs> that that's what it'll take for me. And that, I could easily we lose tonight in Michigan, and I'm I'm gonna be saying we shouldn't even be in the top twenty five. I'm, I'm like that's just how I feel. I, I, I yeah. mean that that's just where I am. So right now. so 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 
So Mark, so my thing is, well, I'm listening. I'm listening, right? It's okay to lose a a bad, I mean, a good loss, which means maybe two possession game, whatever we lose against Michigan. So all these other teams on this on this uh <laughs> on this schedule, we supposed to beat all of them. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> like I but that's not that's not reality I mean, though. It's not reality in college basketball. It's gonna be nights where even us, you know, when I play, we lost conference games. And I was we never mad. lost and we I never lost mad. no home game, but we lost not I mean out I mean on the road, but it's just college basketball because it's conference and it's different style of basketball because these coaches have film. They study your players. Here's the so. difference, though. Like, if let's <laughs> let, let's go back to like what you were saying when you were playing. If you guys lost to, I said, I, I, I'm blowing blowing right now of who's um, who was bad back in those days and who was at the Say bottom, like a Clemson, a Clemson or a Florida State. That would that would really upset me. But the thing was is that I would see the way we played against the Duke. I'd see the way yeah. we played against North Carolina. I see yeah. the way we played. So I saw the top five teams. We played them, and I see how we played against them. So yeah. if we if we did lose to a Clemson, it, I just chalked that up as a bad game. Yeah. But I knew how we could play against the top five competition. Okay. Okay. You, you, you feel me? Yeah, I so feel you like, now. So it wasn't really. Was it was just like, concerned. man, these guys, th- these guys just had a bad night. But I saw the way you brought it every time we did play a good team. Yeah. And yeah. I, I remember earlier, it was before you got here, um, it would have been my freshman year. It was the Steve Francis year. And we got ranked, I think, all the way up to two. And we went and played Kentucky. And this was before there was uh, cable on campus. And we all had to go watch um, the game at the Hoff, which was at the Union. It was, in the, uh, it was on ESPN, but we didn't have, camp- we didn't have uh, cable on campus. Okay. Yeah, we didn't have cable oh, on campus. Oh, wow. I know I, you don't believe that. Yeah, yes. yeah that's crazy. Oh, so um, <laughs> we're in there watching. And we're the number two team in the country. And Kentucky just ran us out the gym from start. From right to the beginning, from 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 opening jump, Steve Francis, who looked like the greatest player in the world, nothing. The, the whole Maryland team, nothing. And that's the one where you look at it and just like fraud. You know what I mean? That's that. That's where you feel like you've been had. Like oh, I've been duped. Here I was. I thought we were the second best team in the country, and we played a top five team, and we just we didn't belong on the same court with them. So those are the type of things. Again, like I said at the UNC game, I saw we played and we lost, but we didn't get run out the gym. And at points, the game was close. So. That that you know that's just how I felt, and I always felt like you guys, the one we played top of competition. Nobody ran us out of the gym, so you know whether you lost to Florida State or Clemson or whatever it was, that was just you guys playing down to the level of competition, or maybe they, even they, take anything away from them. Go ahead. They did lose to Duke by twenty that year. Which year? Two thousand. Uh, that two two thousand. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we lost a couple of good, uh, got a couple of nice L's from uh Duke. Yeah, that, yeah. That's just Duke, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah. that that was yeah, what it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that that. Yeah, that's I get that. That that was fine, but we also, I'm sure, we beat Duke almost every year. I think that, that yeah, we uh, have. At, at, we beat Duke every year. We, every I, every year that I, I've been there. Yeah. So, yeah. um, you know that that was just that was just my thing. So, to see this team, for me to believe that, I I just want to see us hang with a big dog and play with them. And if we lose to the, you know, if we lose to the to the off brand teams, that's fine. But I don't want to be going to, down to the wire with the Wisconsin's every single night. I definitely get what you're saying that so when you good. when you come in with that number three next to your name, that you know those those students are ready to, to stomp the um to to crash the floor and and storm the court and all of that. And I get it. And I get it. You're definitely getting everybody's best. But I, I would like to see more double digit victories than um than three point victories. Yeah. Yeah, Maryland actually played a lot of close games. Yeah. It, now that being said, I do think that does come in handy. Yeah, you know, being yeah, able yeah, to yeah. win close games. There's definitely something to be said for that. Now, I, I now again, that that that's something that comes in handy uh, come tournament time is knowing how to win 
close games. Uh, no, no doubt about that. But again, I'd like to see more impressive victories against yeah. lesser opponents. That's just, just my wish list. And I'm sure not everybody out there necessarily agrees with me. And I'm sure people <laughs> say you're unrealistic or, or, you know, whatever the case may be. But, um, again, uh, a successful week, three, three yep. wins. Yep. Um, we got a, a game, a big, uh, game tonight. And then after that, we get Ohio State at home big and game. then Northwestern, uh, at home. Uh, so that's back to back. Home games after that, which I hope would be two nice uh, W's before we head into that Michigan State game. So, um, anything you want to say before we got out of here, Moose? Uh, yeah, uh, it's just going to, you know, this week is very hectic for me. You know, uh, you know, I have a uh, – Yes, please do tell. Yeah, I have a uh, MLK tournament, one of the biggest tournaments on the East Coast. So, What year is this for you? Uh, this is going to be my seventh year. Is it? Yes, seven years doing I remember doing the first it. one. I know. You know, I remember at the t-shirts at the house. Now. Wow. Yeah. Seven years. <laughs> seven years, man. Okay. Seven years, uh, youth basketball, man. Uh, second grade through eighth grade. Some of the most talented kids in the area. Some of the most talented kids in the, in the region. Some, How many teams? Uh, over a hundred teams, man. Over a hundred teams. And it's going to be at Maryland, correct? Yeah. Hopefully at Maryland and, uh, you know, in Bowie. And, uh, I remember, like I said, I was talking to you, man, I had 30 teams and then every year it get bigger and bigger and bigger. And, you know, the funny thing, you know, you get a call, a text from Unknown and, and I, and they telling me that they heard about my tournament. So they want to wish me good luck and, uh, success, uh, and hope it turns out real well. So a lot of people know about it, man. I'm just happy that I can uh, provide. Uh, well organized, uh, uh, competitive. Some teams that just started have two divisions, so I'm just happy that I can have a service for all levels of basketball. If if they want to find out about the information about the tournament, they can get that where. Yeah, uh, go go the number six thman.com. Um, uh, www.go six man. And you know what I do from a lot of uh, what I do different from a lot of these people that are directors that host these tournaments. I give away a lot of stuff for free. I make it an event for the players and for the parents. So, you know, we give away TVs, we give away iPads, we give away, uh, uh, Beats headsets, uh, we give away gas card, gift cards. So, me, I make it a whole event for the family, you know, for the whole family. All right. So, so that's this weekend, yes. Friday or Saturday? Uh, Saturday and Sunday. Saturday and Sunday. Yep. Um, and you can go to the website, find out yep. about, uh, how to get information to watch the games. Over a yep. hundred teams. Some yep. of the, this is future, of college basketball and there's somebody who's playing in this tournament who will probably who will <laughs> yeah. be in the NBA. Yeah, right? yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Exactly. That's- NBA and one or two of these kids might play for the University of Maryland. Right. Abso- <laughs> absolutely. So yeah. I mean that's I mean this is the type of thing that, you know, Melo Tremble would be playing in two exactly. years ago. You know yeah. what I mean? So you come out and you see some of the next uh great Maryland talent and some of the next NBA talent because God knows PG County is, is swarming with uh yeah. NBA talent. Um a1, you had anything you wanted to ask before we got out of here? Okay. All right. Well, big week. Um, shouldn't be a big week next week. Let's say that. Yeah, big next week next week. week. I hope we handle business this week, which will set us up for a big, big week next week. So make sure you guys all come back, tune in next week. Again, um, playersvoice.com. You can listen to the show on there. You can also listen on, um, the tune in app. Just type in, um, players voice and you'll see the Mouton show right there. It'll say barbershop. I think it says A1. Says barbershop, and then it'll say Mouton um, show episodes when you can pick right there. Um, and again, thank you all for your support. Um, emails, moo mail, m o u mail at playersvoice.com. Any questions uh, or any any comments, anything you like, um, get that out there. Let's see if we um, see if we can't find a guest for next week. <laughs>
We'll get a guest on here next week. Oh yeah, we'll get a guest. We'll find a find a find a guest. Find a we have a guest. Yes. See, see what we can't find. All right, guys. Thank you again. See you all next week.